none of you have had 70 kilometers of my help this week yet. We have not. Hey folks, how are we doing? What are we drinking tonight? Well, tonight um, I had a, an interview with um, one of the Swift teams called Team Italy, so I thought I'd have some Chianti. Come on to uh, Crown and Ginger. I'm not even pretending what that is. Um, yeah, vodka tonic. Really tonic. hoping that's some kind of fine Canadian drink that um, our three listeners from Canada will, um, will really enjoy you referencing there, Craig. Oh, who was the third? I thought well, we just had two. I think one's Craig of those okay. three listeners, and, and the other two are his children, um, or <laughs> certainly devices that belong to his children, if the stream is anything to, to go on. Oh, James. What have you done to us this week? What have you done to us this week? I've given you beautiful things. Tell, um, tell, six, us, six. tell us about your beautiful, beautiful I, I, ride. I've given you six beautiful things because this week, the Herd Summer um, Racing League route is a little bit brutal. It's Bigfoot Hills, which is approximately 70 kilometres in length and around 700 metres of climbing. After a quick time trial in Bologna, this is the first of our points events. Riders can score up to 50 points for the fastest time on each of the six classified segments. We have the 500 meter the sprint at the start of the desert during the lead-in. Got Titans Grove forwards, Hillycom forwards, a Volcano KOM, Titans Grove forwards, uh, sorry, reverse, and uh, Hillycom reverse as well before we get to the finish line at approximately 70.5 kilometers. It's fun. I've tried it. What well, what you haven't seen, because obviously we're a podcast, but we can see each other on the Zoom calls, is that I have shook my head in shame for the whole of that chat from <laughs> James. And Becca has had to put her glasses on because her eyes were rolling so much. Uh, Becca, you've decided to skip this one this week, haven't you? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's a terrible route, to be honest. And I have other things to do tomorrow, but seem far more appealing than doing 70 kilometers on Swift, like 70 kilometers outdoors. Sorry, James. That's okay. It, it is brutal. All the fun. It is brutal, isn't it? I think, um, well, where should we kick off on this? As you said, it's that for me, where I got shelled in ZRL when they did, so they did this route and in ZRL season one, um, except they did a custom length route, so we finished at the top of the Titans reverse KOM, so it was about 55Ks and didn't have stupid... My, my least favourite climb in all of the Zwift worlds, Hillycom reverse, um, that's a podcast in its own. So we finished top of the Hillycom, uh, sorry, the Titans Grave reverse. Uh, I got shelled uh, on the sprint, uh, like out of the desert, um, because, and there wasn't even a prime, the pack just went stupid fast. Um, heard some racing league there were primes so uh, I, James explained the primes to us so the primes are basically your your fastest time in the segment so um, let's say for example you're on helicom forwards um, and you finish um, you, you have a second fastest time on, on, on back on that climb you would score 49 points for the winner scoring 50 so basically we have six different segments and you can score up to 50 points on each of those, depending on the other times that your competition in the same category sets. Cool. And Craig, we're going to come to you later on this, but you've got um, you've got a particular tip this week in 60 seconds. And a new segment we're trialling for all of our five listeners um, about with a tip for what they can do on herd races. Um, 
But for me, the killer on this route is that 500 meter sprint. It's going to take somewhere between 35 to 50 seconds for most of us humans um, to complete. It's a long old sprint and it's about, what's it, about 1.6 Ks in. It's quite soon. It's, it's in that yeah. first kilometer two. And we all know that Zwift races start stupidly quickly because people on Zwift are stupid and get excited by pixels. Um, and yes, yeah, just a killer. Um, I think the, t- the previous time I've done this route um, in a prime-based race, did we do it in HSRL last year or something similar? Maybe we finished at the top. I think we did a couple of laps of TikTok. No, so... Maybe that was it. I remember one of my early races in B, um, I got shelled in the sprint and spent the rest of the ride on my own going, this is stupid. I hate Swift. I hate James Bailey. I hate the Bs. What even is a bike? Why do I have shoes on? Um, yeah, many questionable life choices. Um, but yeah, so we've got that sprint, which is which is it's hard and long. We then come to Titans Reverse, which is actually, although it's a com, I think it's one for the, the, the rulers. I think it's one for the, the strong riders, the people who've got watts. It's not that steep, is it? Titans Reverse? Sorry, the... Uh, Titans, the first time. Oh, right, okay. Um, I, th- I think it peaks at 6%. Um, but the the first probably kilometer is rolling um, before you actually reach the the hillier bit, which is but generally um, probably two to three minutes at four to six percent. Yeah, so Zwift Insider gives Titans Grove just two point six kilometers long, two point two percent average gradient. Um, my experience of this is one to be in a bunch. Like, there's not it, it is so much quicker if you're in mm-hmm. a group. Um, yeah, absolutely. One. Craig, you're nodding and you've been silent. So, Craig, jump in here. What, how, how are you? How look? We, we've got as far as Titans Grove, but how are you starting this ride t- tomorrow when you when you race it? What, what are you worried about? Um, so, what I'm worried about is actually um, is actually the hilly forward. Um, so, the I'm pretty sure I can get with the group over Titans KOM uh, forward, and then. Uh, but I, I think the key for a lot of people is going to be getting over with the main group because the volcano KOM the next one up is so draftable if, if you're not with the group you're giving up a lot of time and, oh, see, and that's fascinating. Talk- so I'm the other way around with that I don't worry about hilly forwards because we all know how you ride hilly forwards is you get a feather and you attack James on the hairpin bend because <laughs> um, that's the only way I've ever ridden it recovery ride race it doesn't matter whenever I've ridden that with James Bailey I feather attacked him on that first corner um, I'm, I'm with Craig to be honest um, I, I think Titans forward is crucial um, especially with the rollers before it even starts because y- you can quite easily lose touch on those um, definitely push really hard on Titans forwards um, Hilly is going to be harder to stay together just because it's so much steeper yeah, I think so. So let's talk Titans Grove then. You, you've got that small climb out of the desert, which is where the group will start to string out. And I think you need to put some watts in there to, to be further forward in the group. You, uh, th- there will be a gap made and I will be caught out by that because I'm dopey. Um, as you say, there are some rollers before you hit the comm line. So, so it is one of those climbs where you've got to be alert and kind of paying attention. And again, if I haven't been dropped on that climb out of the desert, I'm almost certainly being shelled on those rollers. And then when you get into the climb, it's pretty much a stay in your bunch, do your thing. Like you say, it gets a bit uh, steeper at the top. Um, 
I think you've got to watch out on the rollers on the way down as well. There's probably a potential to, there's a few rollers on the way out of Titans, isn't there, as, as, you, as we come back around to the hilly. When we hit the hilly, what we think on that one, I mean, you, you tend to time trial it, don't you, James? I, I've, I've mixed up my style on this. I've, I've gone between going really, really hard on the steep bit and start and then sort of trying to hang on to the top and time trialing it. To be honest, I, I again, because I'm dopey and get caught out, I think it's carrying speed in the first turn as you come into the helicom to the bridge, um, which is before the before the com line. Um, but making sure you've got the speed, you're in the bunch there really helps. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think um, I think it's absolutely crucial to be inside the bunch when you hit the hill. If you're back wheel, you're so like, well, th there's a really good chance of getting detached. And with, with the climb as it is, basically you, you've got your two hairpins and then one right angle turn to the right before the banner. Um, if you can do the first two turns as hard as you possibly can, you've got a little bit of respite on the last bit. Um, so it's just a case of working out what can you hold for 90 seconds and just pushing out as much as you possibly can. Yeah, so we I, I gave a rough time for, for the sprint. I think that's somewhere between 35 and 50 seconds. The kind of your, your sharp C's are probably doing Titans in around five minutes, I'd have said. Um, the B's going to be a bit quicker. D's probably a bit slower. Hilly, again, sharp C's, you're getting close to two minutes, I think. The, the, the really top C's, the B's, the good B's will be doing it just sub two minutes. Um, I've, I've no idea with Volcano. I did watch somebody kick the shit out of another rider metaphorically all the wet volcano and all the way back down again and she's in this call um so becca <laughs> talk to us about volcano like, i've genuinely no idea how to ride this climb i hate it i i don't think if i was going to do the volcano again i would ride it how i did in that ride to be honest because at the end of that like whatever it was 14 kilometer race i threw up and lay on the floor for half an hour and uh, halfway through a 70 kilometer race that might not be the best tactic to go through um having said this though i forgot that we did this for zrl and this was actually the first race that i genuinely enjoyed doing and i really liked and now i'm reconsidering not doing this story. it's a really cool route as far as titans reverse uh, Titans Grove reverse finishing there is concerned. Um, yeah, we, we rode it as a recom before the ZRL and it's a cool route. Um, so stupid James Bailey, good route choice, well done, um, begrudgingly. Uh, to, to, to be fair, by the time you've done Titan Gro Titans Grove reverse, you've done 55k. All you're really going to be doing is going downhill and flat to the final climb, which is the easiest one of the whole lot. It, it, uh, it isn't, and I hate it, and we'll come to that in a minute. Um, so, Volcano, Craig, you said earlier, Volcano's so draftable. It's about four kilometres. It's a touch over 3% average gradient. Why do you think it's really draftable? Um, because when I followed uh, when I followed Becca, when uh, we did it in uh, ZRL, when we did the three laps of whole lot of lava, um, I, I was a lot faster than I could have done it so well. Um, we had a pretty good group that uh, got up to the top together. Um, and yeah, I, I was, I was sub seven minutes. So I, I'm, I'm thinking in the middle of this race, I'd be very happy to hit 7.30ish. But uh, I, I, I think I saw on the, uh, the race earlier, the top B time was ju just over seven minutes. Wow. 
So we did we did this funsies, didn't we? You Bowser and I, James, once <laughs> we, we did. rode out at about two watts per kilogram, and you and I held. But ba- four, base, basically, we beat the, the living shit out of each other. We basically kept on trying to hit each other with our pixels. Um, and I think we were 802, 803, and 806. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was pretty much bang on four watts per kilogram we did up there. But that was yeah. only two of us in a bunch. So yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm with Craig here. There's, there's actually quite a lot of flat bits in this. You go through the volcano, it's flat. You've got the, the kind of rope bridge things, which flatten out a bit. I think that's where people lose time, to be honest, is mm-hmm. you forget to change a guy. Speaking, this is Dopey Rider 101, so I'll do this tomorrow. People forget to change gear, up their cadence, whatever you do to keep those watts up in those flatter sections. Um, I, I think going back to Craig's point about it being a very draftable climb, um, but, but because the average gradient is only what I think you said 3.2, um, most of the climbing sections are no more than 5% apart from the very last sort of 300 metres. Generally, um, pace is going to be at or above 20 kph, which is absolutely fine for drafting. So if you look at your solo times around the volcano or times that UI and um, Bowser did, um, you could probably easily knock 20, 30 seconds off that by being in a bunch. Um, I I went around yesterday in like 8.15, about four watts a kilo. Um, and I'd expect in a bunch that to be probably 7.45, if not slightly quicker. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one, um, I think, to watch on the draft one. So Volcano Descent can be a tricky one, though, can't it? Mm. So we're, Craig, you're probably heavy enough that you can super tuck the whole way down. I struggle to super tuck um, portions of the, the Com Descent because I'm not heavy enough. Um, James, you're now pretty much the same weight as me, so you might struggle to super tuck. I, I, I don't um, super tuck down there. And, 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 and I think the, the only way you would do is if you are in a decent size group, because then you'd have enough pace to do so. But um, if you're soloing down at sub 70 kilos, I don't think you're going to do it at all. And unless, Becca, do you, um, were, you, were you able to super tuck at all down the volcano? Only after sprinting. To get up yeah, to you did you did about eight watts per kilo or super tucked and i'm not doing that because fundamentally <laughs> i'm lazy this is where so in, in zrl gav dropped me um because he stayed in a bunch and was tucking and i wasn't able to um so i think i should have just pedaled the whole way down um so that brings us to titan's grove reverse which i think is a criminally underused climb in watapia like, agreed it's really, it's not really accessible through a lot of the routes, is it? So it's, it's quite hard to get to. I, people don't really do, is it um, TikTok's not really used to reverse much? I've not seen that used, but it's, it's a really fun climb. I think it's the little rollers at the start. I think it's actually comparable to hilly forwards. Um, The the distance is pretty similar, but gradient isn't massively out. I think um, tight reverse is probably around seven, eight percent. Um, and at around sort of four to four to five watts a kilo, you're looking at around about two minutes, which is pretty much the same sort of time you'd be looking at for heady forwards as well. Um, it, it, it's it's it would be a perfect place to finish a race. So it's a touch steeper, according to um, the uh, Swift Insider thing. It's six point six, but bang on the same distance. Um, the tip I can remember, so you all spot on the right hand side the turn off for the, what's the route called that you can mountain bike down with the steering. Um, 
anyway, the turn, there's the turn off on a mountain bike track, those of us that know Wartopia well, one of those dirt tracks off to the right, that is the point where you know your sprint on this one um, and you just go for it from there. So it's, it's quite, it's one of those ones that's got quite a nice marker. The, the beauty of, of, of this one is you can actually super tuck on the way down and have a bit of a chill out with it. As you say, it's mostly then downhill. Uh, and then we hit Steve's nemesis. I absolutely hate hilly reverse. Like the, the Zwiftcom reverses, I just hate it. I, I love two, I think it's two bridges where you do a bit of it and then turn left. But for me, it's those stupid rollers at the top. Um, I, I can do the steep bit and then you turn right and go over the bridge and then you hit some stupid rollers uh, and it's just stupid and I don't like it. It smells, it's a silly climb. Why do we bother? Just finish at the top of Titans Grove reverse. Um, what are our tips for riding this climb well? Go for me, it is absolutely hammer the first part. Yeah. It, the front, basically from the uh, from the start of the uh, time segment to to that the new uh, bypass uh, that tr just treat that as a sprint and then uh, and then go to FTP from there. Yeah, I, I'd say, I think as activists, I, I, I mean, I was even, Craig, I was even going to say, like, after you've done that bit, just hold FTP. Um, so you'd be looking at probably trying to do about 120, 130% on, on, the, on, the, on the actual climbing bit of it, um, which I think peaks around about 12, 13%. Um, and going around that corner is pretty brutal, especially on your fifth climb of the day. But once you've got over there, there's a lot of respite. You've got downhill bits and then some rollers, and you just want to try and hold FTP to the line. I guess when I said hammer, I meant more twice FTP. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Definitely twice FTP. And I'm not looking, as, as James said, this is fifth. I mean, to be fair, I'll have done about one and a half watts per kilo on my own, um, chatting to people on Discord in between these comps. So I'll probably be able to do it. But uh, yeah, anyone in the bunch who's listened to our advice and ridden properly will, will probably be regretting. I think, twice I, th I think um, like, like you say, Steve, um, a lot of it is going to depend on what you've been doing in between the hills. I mean, if you've been like riding at, call it 95 to 100% FTP most of the route, Okay, realistically, that's not going to happen. But um, depends how tired you are when you hit the fifth hill. Because if you're hitting that fifth hill and you've got an FTP of four and you, your average over the route is three six three seven, you're not. You, well, in, unless you're Becca, maybe Craig, you're probably going to struggle to do 150 to 200 percent FTP up that first part of the hill. Um, when I tried doing it yesterday, um, that was the one hill that broke me. Um, I was holding around about 350 with an FTP of call it 270. Um, and by the time I got over the corner, I was just destroyed. It really I, was okay. I think your analogy earlier, James, of how Titans reverse is pretty similar to hilly forwards. Actually, Swiftcom is pretty similar to Titans. So Titans is quite a long mm. climb. And I was, I think I always approached the hilly reverse thinking it's that short climb, it's just a corner. It's a bit like hilly forwards, and actually, it's two and a half kilometers long. So there's quite a lot of it after that, that yeah. bit that's steep, but it is flat and rollery. Then right downhill into the finish, back to the the marina start pens, back towards that standard Watopia finish line. Um, get to the last few hundred meters, hammer it up. Craig, you're shaking your head. Am I not going back to the marina? Where do we finish in this? Back to the uh, desert, are we? Yep. 
back to the desert. Um, you finish on the desert sprint, which is not classified, but you will score points based on your finishing position. Okay, so don't don't you're not going for fastest time, but position does count. So yeah, downhill, turn right at the bottom of the hill, back into the desert, um, wiggle around the corners, hit the desert sprint, get to the last few hundred meters, drop drop the watt bombs, um, or as Claire did in our team time trial this week for for the Quakers, casually <laughs> just hit 11, 12 watts per kilogram, the last five hundred meters. So yeah, easy. Um, I think I, I, there's a key tactic here, isn't it? And let's give let's give our Canadian semi competent friend sixty seconds to talk tactics. Craig, what what's your tip this week uh, for how we race HRSL? God, I can't say this this league well. So really, I yeah, this is yeah, this is the default strategy for HSRL. So just starting from the point structure: one third finish, two thirds prime. Uh, one position on every prime is worth twice as much as one position to finish or one position better in half the primes is the same as one position to finish. Um, so there, my default strategy comes down to a three little three letter acronym, HTP, hammer the primes. Hmm. There's so many points available. It's not worth giving up on a prime for finishing order. Um, and if you go back and look at previous seasons, the higher finishing riders, sometimes mid, end up mid-table if they didn't go fast on the primes. And riders that were dead last in finishing order can sometimes end up mid-table. But every rule has exceptions. And there are many. This week is probably is one, because you might not want to completely hammer the primes if you need to not to just survive the race. Um, on other weeks, you might not go hard on a sprint in order to save energy for a climb or vice versa, depending on what you're strong on. But it's, that's it. Just, uh, primes. Just um, looking at tonight's race. Um, so the guy that had the fastest time across the route, a guy called Ken Allen in B, um, he only came third in his category. Um, so um, Mark John and Chris Overden um, were able to HTP, Hammer Primes, um, in order to score more points for them um, because he was obviously focusing on winning the race rather than setting the times on the Primes. Yeah, I've definitely caught up with this. So I remember racing one of the New York ones and having a really good race for GC with Lois um, when we were in the Seas. Mm. I think Craig stomped off the front and won everything. Um, Lois and I, I think, raced for bronze or, or silver in the end um, and sprinted for that. But we ended up, I think I finished fourth overall and she finished ninth. And the only reason I finished fourth is because I'd caught the B train um on one of the descents and done the sprint through um one of the sprint primes with them and lois hadn't um and that had helped me catch up to her to have the sprint at the finish so as craig says there's a there's a real points bias to doing really well on the primes um we saw some of this tonight i was i was following uh, the facebook chat we got um as some of you were watching uh, mike bowser and shifty and co racing in race one uh bowser was actually waiting for groups wasn't he for exactly this reason, because it was better to be in a draft for the primes to set those fast times. I'm saying that to one of the people that watched tonight. I didn't watch. Is that is that statement true? 
Uh, yes. So the biggest, the one spot he did that is uh, right before the volcano KOM. So he was with a group of Ds um, at that point because he'd gotten dropped on the uh, the hilly forward KOM from the lead group of about 14 Bs. So he, uh, he actually dropped back from the group of Ds he was riding with at that point and uh, waited for the second group of Bs that actually was mixed in with the lead group of As at that point. Uh, so it, just so he would have somebody trying to go the same speed he is to go, go up the volcano with. And he didn't want to start behind them, have them catch up and then draft with them because then he's, they're going to get a faster time than him. I think that's another thing we've hit on. Um, that I would recommend to people is always, it's a multi-cat race. So always be looking out to who's the, who is the faster rider you can catch a lift with. So if you're a D, the C's will probably catch you up. Can you hitch on the C train, sit on their wheels for a bit, and that will help you get a fast time through a segment. So can you, if the C's catch you up on the volcano, really stick to one of their wheels, get a really fast time up the volcano com, knowing that the primes are really valuable, so it helps you and it, you might actually sacrifice a bit of GC, lose on that, but because you've drafted with some of the, the riders in the higher category, it, it will get you a faster time, you'll do better in the prime. So, so there is value in trying to wait for, wait for a group to do a segment with them. How am I supposed to get faster time? <laughs> you are the faster time, Becca. You are the faster time. What are you gonna do? What's your uh, PB on Volcano? About three seconds, six minutes, something? 608. Blimey. It's like that is pretty much two minutes quicker than mine. There we go. I mean, and I'm a just B compared to an A. That's bonkers. It was a very intense race and it was a very short race, to be fair. I couldn't repeat that when we did ZRL the week after. I couldn't get past 630. Still 90 seconds quicker mm. that you could get, but there we go. Um, Cool. Let's move on from, from this week's race. Um, we're, next week, we want to try and chat to some those. We, we like featuring different riders when we do the stream, don't we? And um, uh, Gavin uh, suggested to us, Gavin Iron suggested that we do a little interview with somebody from the herd each week. We're going to try and do that next week. I'm just going to highlight uh, a segment now, which I'll call Stupid Herd. Um, so this is people I've heard of in the herd that are stupid. Um, this week, it's got to go to Ben Poynton for, for doing um, the, a metric Double. century round volcano oh no no, no. It, it was more than that um metric century round volcano is 25 laps he did 35 and then sorry continue. the imperial century uh not yes. the metric century round volcano get it right and then he led a ride in the herd group um yeah, that evening didn't he as well yeah. another 40 k's yeah he wanted to get to 200 kilometers i mean of all the things i could sit on my ass doing um for that amount of time Zwift is not even in the top 10. I'm sorry, but yeah, great work, stupid Ben. Um, so, uh, right, let's go to what's what's annoyed us this week. Uh, Becca, what's annoyed you this week in the world of Zwift? I honestly have no complaints about Zwift this week. After going outside, I'm glad Zwift doesn't have potholes and cars and wind. So I am very pro-Zwift today. What about everyone else? I think my only thing about Zwift that annoyed me was my training plan, which just gave me enormous amounts of fatigue. So I gave up on it and I did um, a recce route of Bigfoot Hills instead, which was actually really enjoyable. So actually Zwift made me happy. 
I think so, that ties in nicely with my my annoyance this week is with the people of Swift, which was probably my annoyance last week. But um, it's just a game, folks. It's just a game that if we play a lot, we might live a bit longer because, you know, it might make us a bit fitter. But there's some people on forums and, and not people from the herd, but there's some people on forums who are getting very upset with people who are either volunteers or are not paid a huge amount that they're not organizing things the way they want them to. Uh, it's all, it's almost like you're referring to something that sounds a bit like whiff away from wig. <laughs> yeah, it, we, we, won't, we won't use the exact name, but yeah, it's just a game, folks. Like, I'm sorry, it, it is fun and it is nice winning and we do play games to win and I get all those. And this ties into my second thing is I think training plans, like, I think this is what you found, James. Like, the reason we play games is they're fun and the reason we play games like Zwift is because they're social fun as well and training plans do get a bit boring and they kind of lose the sociability of it so if you're able to do a training plan just be aware they can get a bit boring um you like we like the workout we most people I speak to on Zwift like the social element they like the workout they like the racing against their friends every week so if you're doing if you're doing a training plan look at what you can do like think about what it is that enjoys you that brings you back on the bike every week and see if you can fit that in Craig so uh, the one I was going to do, you uh, you jumped right all over, which was the uh, the huge amount of outroar over uh, recategorization in Zwift Racing League. But I've got another one too, and uh, that, that that's people that can't just play the game and have to go and see what they can do to cheat and not be detected. Um, and I I think I uh, caught somebody if not red-handed, a little bit uh, orange uh, on my uh, live stream you know, for uh, Zwift Racing League. So hopefully that gets stopped and just ride. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I do, what I don't mind is so controversially, I don't mind people looking for exploit, in-game exploits that help them do better. So it like we saw in, in Swift Racing League and we've seen some of the Herd Racing League events, like OTR turned up to an event in the Herd Racing League and they just made it really tough because they put people in there and they said, we're gonna ride really hard at the front of this race, make it really, really tough to try and drop some of the other riders and we'll drop some of our riders doing it. It means our main, our main folks will challenge for the win that's a bit like bike racing. Like that's what happens. That's what happens in like De Kernick get on the front of a ride and they make it really, really hard because they're the wolf pack and they want to make it really, really hard. I don't mind that. But when you're just cheating, like you're just cheating the system. Like, uh, and I think I, the, the kind of midpoint, which we can discuss another time is that is where let's say people massage their efforts to make sure they stay within category, but that's for another time. I want to finish on a high though I want to finish on a high so I want to do big shout outs to both Craig and I think it's Claire who's done this on the women's side um, we've mentioned ZRL a few times in the herd we've got over 500 riders racing in the ZRL which is really cool and they've all been organized by two people which is Craig and Claire and then a load of captains have taken that work on We've got more than 60 teams, which by my maths means that we've got more than 60 people who are captaining every week. That basically means I can turn up on a Tuesday and do a fun racing league without having to really think about it. And, and it means about 500 other people can as well. So that's really cool. Um, well done, those folks. 
on 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 another note, Steve, um, I'd like to know what you think about pigeons. <laughs> I think uh, if we were racing up Innsbruck and were slightly tiddled again, and a and a rider had their name begin with a P, they would now be the pigeon. But um, I think we peaked with the anaconda, uh, and I think that's where we should leave the animal chat. I I, I don't think we'll ever improve on anaconda. I, I, I Becca's <laughs> eyes are falling out. They are rolling so much at this point, uh, and I think on that on that uh, health and safety note, we should probably call it a night. Um, thanks, folks. It's been fun. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks, Matt.